Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of my podcast, A Conversation with Andre and Friends. I'm your host, Andre Lawson, and today I have a special guest with me. I have my honor, my glory, Brother Willie here in the house. <laughs> amen, amen. How are you? Um, I'm doing fine. I'm really excited of um, of uh, this moment, and I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm very excited. <laughs> you know, the, like, before we dropped into the topic, um, I knew Willie from our good friend Danny. Shout out to Danny. Danny has been in the episode. Don't worry. Danny has been on podcast episode. He's going to be in more in the future. That's what's up. Um, but yeah, just seeing... I didn't tell you this, but this is... I kind of surprised my guests all the time. Um, seeing Willie for the first time, I was like, wow, this guy really knows, like... Because you pastor... You preached at our church twice. It's Last Sunday, which was yesterday. <laughs> and then, I don't know... It was a youth service you preached. And I was like, wow, this guy... His word is really pathetic, like really good, like God used them in mighty ways. So thank you for being on. All the glory be to God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about um, the season that God has you in. And what I mean by that is staying in the season that has God, God has you in. Because some people want to rush the season they're in. And, you know, for me, personally, I'm in a season of isolation with God and that that is key for me. Like sometimes um God has like removed certain people in my life in a good way. So I can just stay focused on him, on his word, you know. And it's hard because some people don't want to be alone. And you know, I think it says in the book in Ecclesiastes that two or is better than one. And I think in Proverbs too cuz Proverbs is always a fire book. Yeah, it gives <laughs> us a lot of not knowledge man and, and wisdom. Yeah. But, like, you know, I'm in the season of isolation. And then some people are like, oh, isn't that, like, sad? I'm like, no, it's actually pretty good because I can focus on to the most high. Focus on him. Focus on his word, you know. And then the blessing will come. And then you were saying earlier that you're in a season of, like, loving God. If you want to care to explain it more. Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for, <laughs> for having me. Thank you for the opportunity. And, um... I just want to retouch or touch upon what you uh, was talking about, um, isolation. And, and I feel like that's a blessing because um, I was actually, before I went to preach to your church, I was speaking about the people of Israel and how God took them to the desert to isolate them, you know. So it's basically, um, he was giving them a detox. <laughs> a detox. I call it a detox because sometimes we have so much problem inside of us. We have so much um, 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 influence by, we get influenced by society that sometimes God, God have to isolate us to work, you know, one-on-one uh, with us. And I feel like that's, um, that's very beautiful. Beautiful, the fact that God take his time to teach us, to, to help us, and, and he guide us. And uh, going back to the topic of, um, you know, what season or which season I feel like I'm in, um, and I, I spoke to you a little bit about it um, earlier, the, um, the, I'm in the season of getting to know Jesus, you know. And the reason that I say um, that I'm getting, I'm in the season to get uh, knowing Jesus 
is because um you know I grew up in a in a old school Pentecostal church you know where <laughs> you know I had to do everything by the books you know I had to you know submit you know go with a with a tie every Sunday um you know I didn't have I was not allowed to have ear or anything like that so wait you're know, not allowed to have facial hair or no yeah I was not allowed to have a facial wow. hair and and you know growing up in a Pentecostal church so and on top of that you know um, my aunt was up was she was one of the pastors of that of that congregation so you know I had to walk like a straight military man <laughs> you know everything like but you know straight up right there because you know I was related to the pastor so I was um, part of the pastoral um, family so I had to set up an example to uh, the youth, you know, uh, example of being perfect, I guess, you know, that's, I guess that, that's what they were, uh, trying to teach me, uh, during those times. So, um, but it came to a point in my life where I was like, you know what? Um, you know, I'm not going to church no more. You know, I decided to basically isolate myself from everyone. Um, and then, um, I left to Connecticut because, you know, in Connecticut, I don't have a fam. I don't got no family members. And um, and during that season of me living in Connecticut, uh, I started going wild. I started going crazy. I started um, I started taking decisions I were not supposed to, you know, um, you know, um, committing sins, um, which God doesn't didn't approve. But I just wanted to experience, you know. I just wanted to basically live my life, live like in a, the world. Yeah, live in the world, and because I, I grew up in church. Mm-hmm. But I was able to, um, ha- I guess, have a, an encounter with God mm-hmm. where God um, started working with me, you know, started working with me um, and understanding that he's a merciful God and understand the, the um, despite my past, despite, um, like I call it in Spanish, revolu, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's my favorite word, <laughs> revolu. Despite the mess that I, I find myself, he's still loved me he still uh, um works with me so um and from that time um i started getting to know jesus you know i started getting to know his love and his mercy towards me wow that's really powerful amen i like how you said like you experienced the isolation you stepped out it's not like god didn't tell you to step out you step out yourself and like some people when they go into that season they they want to rush that season. And I use the example since I run a lot. Um, you can't just go into a marathon not, and not train. No, you're going to get burnt out. Yes. And like you can say the same thing when you're rushing the season that God has you in. You're not going to like the end result because he's trying to mold you into that perfect person. Like I think I saw it one time in a video. It's like when you rush the storm, you're just going to get back into the storm. And... People say, oh, God, where are you at the storm? Like, why are you in the midst of everything? He's right there. He's th- you, just, you just pushed him aside and took control of the boat. And, like, where it says, let me take control of it. And when he takes control of it, when you give full submission, not half. And some people don't understand that. Like, oh, I give my full submission to God and everything else. But when he touches that area that you don't want, you're like, nah, let me take back control of it. And, like, once he takes control of that season you're in, he's going to bless you. And once you see someone else gets the blessing, people get, like, 
I see it. Like, people get jealous. And they're like, but God, when is it my turn? Or like, you know, we're in a society where everybody wants to get in a relationship right now. But it's not your time yet. And like, me and God don't wear the same watch. And I hope people know that. Like, you can't rush that season. Um, say you're in the season of, I'm going to use the most common everybody knows, season of singleness, right? You see your boy, our friend, my friend just got pronounced to the church. <laughs> I'm going to use him, right? He, he's in a relationship. I can't be jealous of that. No, because then I, then, well, how can I say it? I'm not going to be blessed. I can't rush into that relationship because God hasn't prepared for that. They are prepared for that. They walk. They took the necessary routes, and God blessed them, and all that. You gotta stay in the season, cause if you don't stay in the season, you're not perfectly molded. And then, once you go into like the season unprepared, you're gonna be, you're gonna fall, and then you're gonna go right back to it. And um, also adding on to that, I feel like um, people gotta understand the um, we have a perfect God. You know, um, He knows. As as our creator, he knows uh, what we need, and I feel like um, as a human being, we gotta understand that God works with people in in a different pace. So only because you are blessed first, that doesn't mean God is not gonna bless me. Exactly. You know, it's just you know, it takes time. You know, it takes time, and God knows when to give us um certain stuff. And I feel like um going back to the season that I was in, and I'm still in. Because I'm I'm getting to know more about God. Like I'm getting to know His love, His mercy, and the fact that um, that I was able to understand. I'm I'm able to understand that um, God is not gonna push us away or push us to the side for a mistake that we have done or for the things that we do. Because he knows that we are imperfect. He knows that we need him. He knows that um, the, he sent his only son That's to die yeah. for our sin. So it's just like, I always have questioned myself, you know, back in the days when I was in that, being close-minded. Mm-hmm. I used to ask myself, like, so if I sin today, which I'm not telling nobody to sin <laughs> because God doesn't like that. If I sin today and I go to God, will God react react uh, react me? And I'll and then you know the Holy Spirit started working at me and He made me understand the the God is a God of mercy. You know, the despite the bad decision what we have made, that He will always forgive us. You know, He will always be there because His his purpose for our life is for us to one day go to heaven. You know, God doesn't want nobody to go to hell. God doesn't want to condemn anybody. God wants us to have a eternal life. You know, so despite that that situation, we still got forgiveness. You know, we still are loved by God. So I feel like when God took me to, um, he gave me the permission or he allowed me to to go to Connecticut, I feel like um, it was pur- uh, for a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, it was for a purpose because I remember the when I you know made the t- this decision two years or three years ago, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to live to Connecticut. I um, 
everything fell in place. I was like, I was approved for the apartment. My income was it didn't match um, uh, the 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 standards. Yeah, the standards of the place, but God allowed it. God allowed it, and that made me understand that it was God. Um, He was who was giving me that the opportunity to basically isolate myself from everybody. And then when he allowed that, God started working with me because um, during that process, I was able to 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 experience a true love. I was able to experience um, that. And, and I just wanted to touch up on this, adding on to what I'm saying is that um, during that process of, of me living by myself, um, you know, God took me out of uh, the spirit of depression uh, and uh, anxiety. So when I left, when I moved to Connecticut, since I was isolated from everybody, I was away from everybody, you know, um, that isolation and, and the depression and the anxiety um, came stronger to my life. So it was just like I was I was going crazy. I was going crazy. And um, it came to a point when I wanted to take my own life, you know, and I'm not talking about somebody who didn't know God. I'm not talking about somebody who didn't uh, go to church. I'm not talking about somebody who's uh, separated from the Lord because um, even even though I was um, living in another state, I was still connected through Zoom. I was still, you know, busy once in a while uh, to church, you know, and... um, but I was still struggling with depression. I was still struggling with uh, anxiety. I was still struggling with a lot of stuff that I thought that was already uh, overcame those uh, um, those things. But I remember one time that I was in my living room and I was like, you know what? This is it. You know, um, I want to end this. You know, I want to take up my own life. And um, And I remember that day in my living room, I was like, you know what? And the enemy started putting in my head, you know, that's pills. You can that's the fastest way, you know, and uh, you're not gonna feel no pain. And and I was gonna make that decision of taking my life, but I felt the something, uh, a spiritual warfare happened in my room where God started breaking me, when God started working in me, and 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 He was He. I felt from from the Spirit, from the Holy Spirit. Uh, when I heard the voice telling me, I still love you, you know, I, I love you, you wow. know, I, 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 I'm here, you know, despite what you're going through, despite of um, you growing up in a church where even going to a park, it was a sin, um, I still love you, you know, um, no matter how you come, I just want you to open your heart willingly, you know, for me to, for me to enter uh, to your heart. And, um, and that day was different from, I feel like from that moment, I was able to have a, a true encounter with God. Um, true encounter in the sense of like knowing his love, you know, knowing uh, who, he, who he is. Now what people have told me that who is God, because each of us have a, we yes. have our, you know, we yes. have yes. our experience with yes. God, you know. Um, you might experience God, you experience God in a different way. And I experience guys in a different way. So, but that the beauty of it is that we get closer to him based on that experience that we had. And 
Amen. Powerful. Amen. Powerful. Powerful. You know, we have a similar like testimony itself. Like you know, as many people know, like it's back in the old episodes, but like I I retell it again now because it's really powerful. You know, I almost took my life as well. You know, um, I was just like really depressed. Like I was like, all right, that's it. Like I'm done. Like this is when I started going to my church that I my home church, congregating. You know. Um, I was on my rooftop at the same house I was, and, you know, my older brother came over and everything else, and he doesn't know about God, um, but I keep praying for him, Amen. Yeah, he will be there. You know, I was just sitting on my rooftop, I was like, you know what, I think this is it, like, I, I, no one would miss me and everything, you know, like you said, the enemy just feeding me words and all that, and as I'm, like, about to jump on the rooftop, my older brother came in, right? Because he forgot his shoe. Like, he forgot his single shoe. Just not not two pairs, but his shoe. And he sees me on the rooftop. He's like, yo, what you doing? I was like, oh, um, nothing. And he's like, yo, bro, like, are you good? And he's like, I'm like nah, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not good. He's like, yo, well, come down. I was like, I don't think I'll come down. And, you know, my brother's Dominican and Puerto Rican. So, like, you know, he had that dad voice in him. He was like, Mira. I was like, oh, and like he like literally like grabbed me. God like, used him in that moment. And God used him, and he doesn't know it, but he knows. Um, he used him and like grabbed him. He's like, listen, your life is worth living for. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but your life is worth living for. You have something that a lot of people want to possess. Like, you can't just end it all. You have a lot of aspirations and dreams, like. Just because you're the middle child, no one gives you attention. <laughs> um, that's a bad thing, right? That, that's a bad thing. But, that, that, uh, but it's like, he's like, you need to keep going. Just, you need to make a difference in this family. Because you're the first, to, I graduated college. Right, thank you. Um, you know, I when I start walking with God more with a purpose, when I was not ashamed of him. Because some people, when they're in that season... Of isolation, singleness, everything. They're ashamed. They don't want to hold their head up high when God said, like, get up. Show me, show show everybody the glory that I have for you. Show me show me that happiness. Show me that smile that I, that I gave you, you know. And Jeremiah says, like, I knew you before in your mother's womb. Amen. Right? That's my verse right there. <laughs> That's one of my favorite verses. Amen. <laughs> I didn't even know. No, I just, I just, if you see my ministry logo, it's, um, it's Llamados para Impactar, Call to Impact, Jeremiah 1.5. Ah, see? Uh, <laughs> see? But, like, he, he knew that. And I was like, okay, what is my, like, like, he, like I was saying, he knew he knows you. He knows you. And it's crazy how God knows you before your mother knows you. He's like, bro, I made your smile. I know your hair. I know your hair color. I know I know the experience. I know the experience that you're gonna go through two days from now. You just gotta wait you just gotta put the trust on me. Trust in the Lord. Look at right there. Like I wear the wrist, man. I even know. It's Proverbs three five. Everybody knows it. It's a famous verse. Trust in the Lord with all within all your heart. Right, that's crazy how I'm wearing this wrist, man. Um but the same it, spirit. It, it's like you got to trust in him with everything. Not not like 50%, 25%, 100%. Cuz once you have that blessing, once you out of that storm, once he guides you out of that storm, at the end of the storm is a rainbow. And the rainbow is happiness. 
and everything else. And people, when they're ashamed of God, they they just look down like, God, why can I not do this? Why? Like, why? And this is the enemy feeding you, going like, well, you're not loved. No one loves you and everything else. It's like, no. God says, I love you. If anybody else, I love you. You should love me. And when you have that glow of God, everybody wants a piece of it. Amen. And it's and like I've seen it like with pastors, with people first hands, people evangelizing and everything else. With us? <laughs> with, with us yeah. With us. Like people are like, Oh, what do you have? And I'm like at first when I was not knowing God, everybody's like, Audrey, why do you seem so like happy all the time? And this is me not knowing God. It's like, I was like, I really don't care what you think about me, man. Unless, like, I'm going to love you no matter what. Like, even if I do you wrong, I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, I, like, I can't. And this is me at such a young age, at like 13, 14, not caring about what people's opinion. And not knowing God. My mom puts it in me. Say, like, cuidado. Dios is watching. Like, God is always watching. You know, every Spanish mom says that. And, you know, my dad, who was a pastor at his church... You know, he says, like, Andre, God is always watching, man. You got to watch. You got to watch every time you what you do. I'm like, Dad, okay. I already know yeah. that. <laughs> you know, you know, and that's the Jamaican side. So, like, that's the, that's the, like, whew, like, and I was like, okay. That's but a tough part. That is a tough part. <laughs> like, it's tough love. But, like, like I said, the glow is different. Once you pass that season... It's going to be different. People are like, oh, what do you have, man? And you can just say one thing. All glory to the Most High. Amen. He pushed me through that season. Now, I'm not going to say that season is going to be easy. No, it's going to be with trials, tribulations. That's going to go. But once you pass through the season, there's a testimony on that. And that's the beauty of a testimony. It's a test of God's character on you. (laughs) And that's that's the beauty of... um... That's the beauty of, of, of God, man. It's just the fact that we go through certain situations, but it's to, for us to be a testimony uh, to other people. The We went through stuff. It was tough, but we were able to overcome that situation. And um, I'm so happy because I, I'm able to get to know your, your testimony because I didn't, I didn't even know, you know. <laughs> I didn't even know your testimony. And the fact that... We have similar testimony. I feel like that's a blessing, you know, because I always ask myself, like, if God took me out of depression or God took me out of, you know, that suicidal thought, how many people are going through that? Like, how many young people are going through uh, the same thing that we we went through? And sometimes, unfortunately, many uh, don't overcome uh, you know that those thinkings or those thoughts the enemy puts in their mind, and um and it's so sad. And uh, hopefully, you know, listening the podcast, and I pray to God that you are able to to receive this because um and for you to understand that if we were able to overcome um that situation, we was able to um with Christ, we was able to um overcome that situation. With the with with God, you can overcome it too. You can you can uh, uh, face that 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 depression. You can face that isolation, and um, puede ser victorioso. You can be victorious um, with the with the help of God. Because if 
If I tell you that you can make it by yourself and you can go through it by yourself, no. that's a whole lot. No. That's a whole lot. Yeah. Some people don't understand that. I try to cut you off. But, like, when people say, oh, I, like, with my depression, I just, I used to take medication for it. But, like, I've been four years clean without it. Amen. Yeah, I know, right? That is good. I know. And it's, Only Christ can do that. And it was, it was crazy because, like, you know, when people, like, lean off their medication, they slowly take it, like, day by day. I just flushed the whole thing down the toilet. And it was there. Only God can do it. <laughs> Only God can do it. Hey. And that was, like, start of, like, almost pandemic. Like, like, like 2019, going into 20. I was like, you know what? I don't need this to dictate my mood. You know? It was hard the first week because I was like, bro, like he was breaking down. It was it was a detox. I was like, I was like shaking, and I was, and that's when I was living on my own. So like, I didn't tell my mom. I she she knows now. <laughs> she knows now. But and I was like, like, God, like, 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 God, this, this is not easy. It's <laughs> easy. And he like, and and he was like, I'm not gonna say it's easy, bro. Like, just fully submit to me, and I'm like, okay. And you know, and you know, some people saw me as like Andre, like like something changed about you. I was like, oh yeah, I'm not on my medication. And they're like, what? Like you need a refill? You need money? I was like, nah, nah, nah. I just completely quit it. And then yeah, and then you know, one thing my psychiatrist told me, and you know, shout out to her. She's like, I'm not gonna say her name because she doesn't want to be disclosed. I, t- I told her I was like, can I put your name? She's like, no, nah, no. Nah. She's like. I was like, how do you know you're done with therapy? And she's like, well, do you have anything to talk about? I was like, no. She's like, no, not really. She's like, okay. Um, are you the same person that you was before, but, like, in a different mindset? I was like, what? And I was like, she's like, then you're done. I was like, what you mean? She's like, you don't have to talk to me anymore. Like, you, fine. you're fine. Like, I was like, I was kind of mad that you kind of just flushed out <laughs> your whole medication, but it's all right. I was like, okay, but once you hit that breakthrough, man, that's a word. Once you hit that breakthrough, when God, like God, has the door already open. When people don't realize the door is already open, he's just what he's standing with you, and he's like, yo, grab my hand, let's just walk together, amen, and let's close that door. And Franny said this too, and during um, our youth um, prayer, close every door, no matter how big, small, medium, large, extra large, no matter how big, like no matter how big the door is, close it. Just close it, and just close it tight. Don't look back, because if you look back, you're gonna open up another door that you wanna. I was like, oh, I used to struggle with this. Let me just open it back up. Just to see. Just to see. And then you open it, and then you don't realize you fell right back into the same sin. And then you ask God, God, help me. He's like, bro, you just we just closed this door together, bro. Like, What happened? What happened? <laughs> I'm still going to help you. But, like, like I just imagine God go, like, you, oh, he's like, he's like, he's like, again? he's like, here we go again. <laughs> but he's all merciful because hey, he's, like, he's like, he's like, all right, bro, I'm like, I'm going to help you out. And... It's in Proverbs too. Like, uh, it's like when a dog comes back to the vomit, it's like coming back into the same sin. Like when a dog vomits and eats it, I'm like, wow, that's really powerful because like when a dog does vomit, it does eat it. I'm like, oh, okay, 
It's nasty. Nasty. It's like same thing. It's going back to sin. It's like once you got rid of your sin and you go back to it, you're like, wow, like I really went back to that. You feel bad, but you repent. And not yeah. just repent, just like Because we have a Holy Spirit yeah. that make us feel make us feel convicted. Yeah. And you, you can't just repent like God I won't do this again. No, like true repentance is like not getting on your knees, but you can get some people get it on their knees, some people just lie on the floor. For me, I take a drive at the night with no music, and I just talk to God. And my mom is like, you know, my mom is like, Andre, I'm going to do that. It's 3 in the morning. Sorry, I had to do it like my mom. It's 3 in the morning, son. Like, are you going to come home? I was like, yeah, I'm coming home. I'm just speaking to God right now. And she's like, ah, okay. And I'm like, you know what? Like, it's not worth it. And like, you know, I take a drive, and I like, I end up somewhere like I'm, I don't know where I am at. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is why I have to get to my phone. And then he's like, listen. And, and it comes at the night, too, which, which is weird. It's like, take a drive. Or, like, the, the, the one that set me free, the rooftop. That's where I hang out. Even though that was my place that I almost ended on, that's, the most, that's my secret place with God. He's like, yo, come to the rooftop, read the this word, one. and, like, just relax, man. Or just put some worship music or... I, I I fell asleep on the rooftop one time and I was like I was like I woke up and I was like, Man, the sun is really bright today and I was like I look and I was like, Bro, it's the roof I'm like Oh, I'm still on the roof And I'm like you know, I was like uh, let me get back inside my bed. But it's like you gotta push through the breakthrough. Close the doors. Stay in the season and you know, we can wrap it up here because it's almost that time. Um, stay in that season that God has you in. Put all the trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Like my wristband says, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord within all your heart. And, you know, when people read that, they're like, oh, yeah, trust in the Lord. But you forgot the most key part with all your heart. All. Like I highlight all because all is key. Because all Everything. Means, uh, everything. Submit. Submit. It's same thing in First Peter 5, 7. Cast all your anxiety. Same. He doesn't say some. He doesn't say little. He doesn't say... Oh, that means 50%. No. All. Because if you trust in the Lord and you cast everything to Him, you're going to see that blessing. You're going to see that breakthrough. You're going to see that season that you thought you can't overcome with um, by yourself because you can't overcome it by yourself. You're going to have God with you. That's the key. That's the main purpose. And, but and also you're going to have leaders with you. You're going to have friends that are like Christ-like that imitate him, and they're going to use... And God is going to use people that don't even follow his words, like my brother, other people. When I hear people say, like, yeah, some guy came up to me who doesn't know the God and said, like, God, 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 God used me. And I'm like, bro, that's so crazy how God can use everybody. Because even, the Bible says, even the rocks. Even the rocks. Like, and I'm reading the Old Testament right now, and, like, Moses with the burning bush. That's God talking to him. I'm like, bro, like, first of all, a burning bush just talking to you is kind of weird. But I'm like, but it's like, look. It. And then people hey, like. Can I, can I share a little, a little, um, sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, you're good. But a, a small uh, revelation. Go ahead. Um, it says based on the, the, the people who study, mm-hmm. um, it was normal for that type of bush mm-hmm. to, to, ha- a, Get fire, you know, like coal fire, like mm-hmm. um, agarrar fuego. Mm-hmm. So it was just normal for that type of 
bush, that bush to have fire. Uh-huh. But, but what impressed Moses mm-hmm. was the the longitude and the timing that that bush was burning. Ah. So okay. he walked through the desert or through that space all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, muchas veces. But God was like, let me do something different. Let me call his attention. Mm-hmm. Because since he's already used to go through yeah. this, pass through this area, déjame llamar la atención. And that's what he saw. I'm used to this, but before it was just shorter. But now, it's no se está quemando. Why is that burning? So that's, you know. Okay. So God wanted to call his attention. Ah, see, God catches his attention in many ways. Yes. Yes. And you know, I like Moses because um he's one of my favorite like characters in the Bible because he had a stutter. And like some people are like, Andre, I can't you know, when people say, Oh, when I preach the word I like I get nervous, I stutter and all that I'm like, Look at Moses, man. God used him, a person who studied to take out everybody from there and like just from Egypt. From Egypt. And God can use you. God used many characters. God doesn't use, like, he doesn't use the most qualified. He uses people who, like, under, like you least expect it. He can use a homeless person and go, like, hey, man. And these homeless people be like, God loves you, man. I'm like, wow. And, like, I really need to hear that. Or, yo, God bless you. I'm like, yo, just a simple that is just powerful. That, that just boosts you all. Oh, that you you're like, just like. Oh, my God, I just used that person. <laughs> or, like, my favorite one, my friend told me, he's like, you know. When I have doubts of God, I ask God, like, God, just show me what the most randomest person. And, like, he, his server was just, like, you know, talking to him and everything else. And he, she's like, oh, you know, hope you have a good night and all that. God bless you guys. And I'm, he's like, what? What? He's like, he's like, yeah, God bless you guys, you know? God, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, God, you answered that. But, yeah. like I, I know we're about to end, and, and I just wanted to. Share this, uh, like you were saying, um, stay on the season, stay on your season, go through that process, because after that process, you're going to see the glory of God uh, upon your life. And we can see it in, 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 in Genesis, in Exodus, when um, God took his people out of um, Egypt. Many didn't make it because, like I said, God needed to do a detox. Um, God is never going to give you something uh, the promised land if you don't allow him oh my god mm-hmm. if you don't allow him to do the detox in your life mm-hmm. you know because if he take you out I feel God right now Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I feel God right now if he if he gives you the promised land mm-hmm. with the same mindset that you had before mm-hmm. you're gonna mess it up Ooh. you're just gonna mess it up and you're gonna keep repeating the same mistake from the past because you didn't allow God to to work with you. And we can see it in relationship, you know. We see people broken. We see people, we see relationships that only because they messed up or somebody messed up on them, they carry on that mess to another relationship. It causa un revolu, un problemón. So... If you don't allow God to heal you, if you don't allow God to to work on you in that season that you are, like for example, my brother was saying God is isolating him because God doesn't want him to be depending on people. And sometimes God gotta 
make you understand that we got to depend on him, not on people. So if you don't go through that season, he's going to just be carrying on, carrying on, depending on people. And God doesn't want us to depend on people. He wants us to learn and trust in him and believe in him. So go through that season. Let God work with you. And you're going to see God's hands and you're going to see his beauty. Because now that I'm getting to know God, I'm getting to know Jesus, I'm getting to know his love. My relationship with God has gotten better mm. because I know that I'm not serving God because I'm being forced okay. to serve God. I'm serving God because I love him. And and I was able to understand that I was born to do this. I was born to 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 worship God. I was born to preach. I was born to to just serve him and and um and just being grateful that he shows me as his son. He shows me uh, the Bible says de lo más vil y menospreciado sacó Dios para avergonzar aquellos que son sabios. So I'm just I just feel honor, you know, that God can tell me, yeah, you my child, you my son. So um that's a that's a, that's a big blessing. Wow. And that and we can end it right there. Right there. Well, thank you again for being on my brother, Willie. Amen. Amen. Um, if you have any more questions, uh, feel free to um, follow the official podcast at a conversation with Andre Podcast. Uh, follow Willie. You know, where is it at? So it will, my IG will be on um, W Martinez 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the uh, ministry uh, pages are Llamados para Impactar. Mm-hmm. So it's called to impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's IG, both. Um, my page and the ministry page and my Facebook is it. Facebook is uh, Willie Martinez. Okay, I will leave everything in the description. Amen. Um, if you just want to talk about anything, uh, my DMs are always open. Uh, I don't know about Willie's. Yeah, it's open. Okay, it's open. It's open as well. Uh, but I really hope this blesses you guys. Until the next episode, thank you again. Stay hungry, stay blessed. Bye. <laughs>